Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 4 of Dancers Doing Stuff. Uh, on Wednesday, I got to speak with Adomari, my friend who I met during a dance program in New York City. Um, she is so awesome. She's an amazing dancer, and she really makes opportunities for herself and goes out there and has just done a lot of really cool things. Um, over the pandemic, she has started uh, creating music, which is so cool. Um, and so she talks about that, and we talk about dance, of course, as always, and her DJ experience and creative directing. And then we also worked on some Fimo clay beads. So definitely check out the YouTube version of this show at Essentially Haley. That way you can see the visuals of us making the clay beads. And then also there's a video of her dancing at the beginning, which is just awesome. I love sharing videos of everyone dancing because it inspires me. Um, so yeah, it's a really awesome episode. Let's get into it. Awesome, you're here. All right, introduce yourself. Tell everyone who you are. Hi. Hi. Ooh, the, the My name is. Here. <laughs> My name is Azel Mari Rodriguez. And I'm from the Bronx, New York, or whatever. <laughs> amazing, yeah. amazing. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank um, you. This is dope. I'm really excited to talk to you because you have had a really cool year, and especially even in this pandemic and in the quarantine, you've like really made the most of it and like done a lot of really cool things. So I'm excited to, to talk about all of all of the different projects that you've done and just like so um we met each other through a program called Rocky Industry. Um, it was a dance program uh, created by Luam and it was really awesome and I just I was talking to you before we started um, and we were talking about how I remembered you were saying like you were gonna do this and this and and you know choreograph music videos and create 
movies and like I don't know. You just <laughs> had, I just have always known you to be the person who just has such big dreams, and then you actually go out and do them and figure them out, which is so cool. So that was when did we do that? That was like oh, that was like twenty eighteen. Yeah, I think it was twenty eighteen yeah. when we did when we did rock the industry, and then. After that, you went to LA, or when did you move to LA? Because I know you spent some time in LA. Mm -hmm. So, 2018, we did Rock You, and then, and then I went to LA like a year after. Yeah, yeah. like a year later. That's when I um, got accepted to a different dance program, Motivating Excellence, and that's why I went to LA initially for that. So cool. And so, like, how did you get into dance? When did you start dancing? Were you, like, a tiny little baby? Or what's that story? Um, well, I started, well, I went into dance classes when I was, like, five. But then I stopped doing it just because my parents, like, put me in everything. So I think that's probably the reason why I wanted to do everything. Just because my parents <laughs> were like, okay, do karate now and do soccer and do other things. Um, but I really, really got into it when I was, like, 13, like, 12 or 13. Um, Cause I decided that I wanted to like pursue it like professionally. Right. Wow. Um, that's like so that's yeah. really young to be deciding. But I feel like in New yeah. York that happens a lot because people who grow up in New York are just exposed to such great art all the time. So and you mm -hmm. also see dance and the arts as a career more in New York than maybe some other places. So yeah, that's true. And especially like just like the culture in New York or just like like music video culture, like growing up, like I like loved watching MTV, like, and like BT and 106 in Park, like that was like my favorite, my favorite things to watch because I was mostly inspired by those videos to really pursue dance and be a dancer. Nice. And like in the dance world, what is like your dream job? Like what, like what, what in the dance world is like something <laughs> that you haven't done yet? It could be something you've done and you want to do more of, but I'm intrigued mm -hmm. to hear kind of your dreams in dance just because I feel like you you are going to have really cool things to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, I think, okay, so like my main, main goal I in the dance industry, I do want to be like a creative director. So like I want to hire everyone for like, one thing so like I want to like look for the makeup artists and look for the director look for the stylist like I want to um, really delve into all genres of art to bring it together for like one production oh, so I, I love that's that. what I want to do but, yeah. have you gotten the opportunity at all to kind of play with creative directing or you know be a creative director yet yeah, I I mean I've definitely created those opportunities for myself because yeah, <laughs> I definitely. want to do it. Um so like for my own like personal like photo shoots, like I would just like ask my friends to like work with me. Like I'll ask my photographer friend, my makeup artist friend, my stylist friend, and I'm like, Hey guys, I have this idea. Here's some reference photos, here's a mood board, can we do this? And they're like, Yeah, let's do it. I so I've definitely have done it before. Um and then people also know that I want to pursue creative direction, like my friends. So then they would ask me to jump on right. one of their projects. So yeah, and for anyone out there watching, or if you're watching after the fact, you can see um, her 
Instagram is right at the bottom there. So definitely go check it out because mm-hmm. your Instagram is so cool. Also, like, I, it's so cool. You, it's it's not boring, and you're always trying new things, and you have really cool creative pictures, and and I I don't know. You're just always up to cool projects. So um, thank you. Right after I'll be trying. I'll be trying. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to talk just a little bit about some of the projects that you've done, like in New York, and then before but first let's start our craft and then we can keep talking about dance and then we're obviously going to talk about life outside dance but today for anyone who is watching we are going to be using Sculpey Fimo oven bake clay um, and we're going to be making some beads Um, so basically this is something that I did when I was really little I haven't actually used play in so so long but it's so fun and it's so relaxing to like smoosh it around so, <laughs> yeah I, I just should, broke like, it and I'm like wow maybe that's I should so open great. this up like with the microphone like ASMR or something <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but um yeah so basically what I'm gonna do is take like two to three colors and you just want to break apart like some chunks you have to kind of warm it up in your hand to make sure that it's you know able to move around and mold so we'll be doing that while we talk um and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna roll them into like three long snakes or two long snakes and then you're gonna twist those snakes together making like a little spirally twirly bit and then you keep doing that and we'll keep showing you this but Roll it up, roll it up. Oh, roll it, roll it. There we go. Mine is still kind of stiff. Wait, how come yours looks better than mine? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But yeah, as we do this, as we do this step, um, tell everyone about some of the cool things that you've done. Um, maybe starting like before you went to LA and then kind of you can talk about okay. like, why you went to LA because you've done so many exciting things so I want to make sure we cover all of them okay okay well first of all thank you Haley for thinking I'm such a cool person <laughs> and acknowledging I'm really gassing you up <laughs> okay I'm just like wow like thank <laughs> you thank you for noticing because you know when you're the person doing what you are doing you don't really know what's going on you're just like okay I'm doing this so thank you but okay so right before I went to LA um something cool i booked um in the heights the movie so cool i'm so so excited to see it i'm so bummed that it hasn't come out yet i know but you know corona but um (laughs) it should be out soon you know you know but um yeah that audition process was crazy how did you even hear about it because we were talking earlier and, and talking about how we both don't have agents yeah, um, and that is so so amazing that you were able to literally book a movie without yep. an agent. So like that should give inspiration that like it is possible. Absolutely, to live your yeah. Dreams. <laughs> yeah, just um, a another dancer um, that I knew from like when I used to be a salsa dancer. Because when I first got into dance when I was thirteen, I started at a salsa school. So I wasn't really doing technique or hip hop at all. Like I was just doing salsa and that's a whole nother world aside from commercial dance. So 
Um, a, a friend of mine that I met through that life that I had in Salsa World, he posted it on Facebook, like like a regular post. He was just like, hey guys, um, In the Heights is looking for dancers. The audition is this day at this time. Go. And I'm just like, and I saw it. And then like my brother, I already saw it, so I knew that I wanted to go. Right. But then my brother um, screenshotted it and he like messaged it to me. He's like, you better go. Like, this is your job. Like, you need to go. And I'm like okay and I mean I've always been like really like into um in the heights like all throughout college I had a like in the heights poster on my wall oh, like, it's such a good like, show it's right it's show. it's amazing and my mom actually introduced it to me like I had no idea she was like we're gonna go see this musical and I'm like okay and then I was like I want to be a part of this <laughs> amazing yeah. yeah but yeah I found out about the audition and then I just went and I had all the rock you-ness in my head. It was like, nobody could take anything from you that's already yours. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, all of the key principles, they're, right. they're so valuable. Highly mm-hmm. recommend. Yes, rock and then like, I had my cute little outfits. I was ready. I was like, I looked the part. And then, <laughs> yeah, from that audition, there was another one. And then there was another one. Oh my God. And there was another one. So, um, and I went to all of them. It was like, I think the first three, the first one was like a regular one, and the, then the other two were callbacks, and then the last one was like an extra audition that they had. And I just went again because I was like, oh, you might as well. I want to do this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. And then I did that. And then. How long was the, the filming process for that? Um, so I was, I'm in three different, um, scenes. So three different songs. Um, so in your home, uh, which is Benny and Nina singing to each other and in the Heights, which is like the main like introduction. Mm -hmm. And then, wow. What's the other one? Oh, 96,000. Cool. And so we had rehearsal for like one or two days mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like we would go on set and then one time they actually called me to come in for 96,000 and I learned everything for 96,000 like on set like wow. we were about to film and they were like okay go and I'm like ah. <laughs> it was wow. crazy I definitely like I personally like looking back at it and like because that was a while ago, actually. Yeah, it's um, crazy how long it takes, like, from making something to having them edit it to then now having it delayed mm-hmm. to come out from COVID. It's like, it really is, it's like, you forget you even did it sometimes. Yeah, it was crazy. I really wasn't ready for that job, but the universe said, um, you need to go do this. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh, cool. But yes, yeah, so I did that. And then during, right before we started rehearsal, that's when I got an email um, about ME, the Motivating Excellence Program with Rhapsody and Nico and Mel Charlotte and Jared and Tia and all these amazing people. Um, And I was like, oh, I can't do it because I'm booked and I'm busy. And I really denied it at first. I was like, I can't, I'm sorry. And then, 
like I was getting the emails back like okay but we can work around your schedule da, 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 da. and I'm like I don't even know what my schedule is because like so was you know after you had already auditioned or this was the email telling you about the audition Oh, this was like after I already auditioned. Oh, okay. So you you did the audition in New York, and then all of a sudden you like book this job, and you're like, oh no, I can't go to LA. Like I'm mm-hmm. about to start doing a ton of stuff in New York. Right. Exactly. But little did I know, I get on set and Rhapsody James is there, and I'm like, hey Rhapsody, hi. <laughs> that is so. That's such a. A cool, like, that's how the world works, I feel like, yeah. you know, it's like, it was just showing you that it was, it was a sign, maybe. Yeah. And then we talk, we spoke about it, and then I was like, can I still do it? Because I thought that I wasn't going to be able to, because I thought the dates were going to clash, but we had finished in June, and then Emmy didn't start until, like, the end of July, so I actually had time. That's amazing. Yeah. So and I was like... You- Packed up, went to L.A. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm doing it me now, I guess. <laughs> so I went and, yeah, it was, like, everything I needed. Like, like it was absolutely amazing. Like, that program changed my life. It showed me who I am. Like, it made me, it made me, like, the artist, a better artist than a better human, really. It made me the, this artist that I am today, like, And it's interesting because now a lot of people are kind of like telling me about myself. Like, for example, like you, like you were saying like, oh, like you're I've always known you as someone who like was really into like a lot of different facets of art. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like, I just learned that about myself. (laughs) It's so funny about that. Yeah. It's sometimes it does take an outside person to kind of show you what you're putting out there into the world. But yeah, so we're in L.A., what kind of stuff did you up to? And then I know that you also were doing some other stuff. I feel like um, it'd be really cool to talk about the experience you had with Converse because that is like so yeah, it was random, great. <laughs> but it's so cool. Yeah. So that so that kind of happened after. So Emmy finished in September. We had our show in September, and then. <clears throat> In November, I booked a cool little music video with Destiny Rogers. That was really cool. Um, Tahana was the director. I'm obsessed with her. She also directed two of Ari Lennox's music videos. Like, she's so dope. Everybody get into Tahana. Um, (laughs) But, um, and what happened? Oh, yeah, Converse. Yeah, so they just, like, DM'd me on Instagram and was like, hey, you're cool can you work with us on this project? And I was like, okay. <laughs> that is so cool. Like, as much as I hate social media, it's so cool that so, opportunities like that can arise from it. Yeah. So, yeah, and I spent an entire week at the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood with, like, I want to say it was, like, 20 of us or 15 of us and from all over the world. Like, I have... We've only spent a week together, but all of the people that I've met, I'm like absolutely in love with and still close with till this day. So now I can say that I have friends in Israel, Australia, the Philippines, Thailand, and friends in LA too, because I went to LA not knowing anyone. Like I just went for ME. So when that Converse um, situation came up, I met 
a lot of other cool artists who lived in LA and I'm still um, in contact with them to this day. And they're one of my, they're some of my favorite, favorite people. So yeah, I feel like that's a really common thing I hear about when people go to LA. It's like they go there, maybe not knowing anyone. Did you find that it was different than the New York dance scene when you were out in LA? Um, (laughs) (laughs) you can be honest because I've heard different things. I've heard that it's, Maybe I'll say what I've heard, and then you can confirm or deny. I've heard from a few people that it's really hard to make friends in L.A. when you first get there because everyone is very, like, career-focused. But then at the same time, when you do make friends in L.A., they are really good friends because people are very careful about who they let into their circle. But I don't know if that's true. That's just what I've heard from some people. Yeah. Well... A lot of the people that I'm close with or like the people that I would consider like my circle in L.A., like my my team of humans that I really like to be around when I'm in L.A. aren't dancers. And I don't think that has to do with anything in particular. Like I didn't really go out of my way, like trying to find friends who aren't dancers. It just happened that way. Um, I think because of the Converse um, gig that I got, like um, I was like the only dancer from LA and then I met another girl who was a singer and then another guy who was a who's into video production and then like models and like other people um but I think really friendship is friendships humans are humans in the industry in the real world like it really doesn't matter like it really is up to you it's all about like how you make it and like what you, how you make your experience because I think something that I liked that I did was I wasn't really afraid to talk to people like even though I might have been looking up to them my entire life and I've been following them on Instagram and I'm like oh I can't talk to them and just like no like I took class with them and I liked the way they were performing I want to go and like let them know that and by doing that, like, oh, like, I really like the way you move. Like, I've been a fan of you. And by doing that, that's how I was really able to, like, you know, make dance friends and kind of just, like, be a part of the dance community in L.A. by just, you know, acting off emotion and just, like, trusting my feelings and not really second-guessing myself or thinking about it too much. Like, it's whatever. Like, like you come to LA to dance, so dance, take class, take class. You want to talk to someone, talk to someone. Yeah. And if you, and if you have to take an L, you take the L and you keep it moving. Yeah. Like, I feel oh. like it's yeah. there's like there's like dance celebrities that for dancers, you know, we know these people who were like obsessed with and inspired by it. But at the end of the day, we're all just people we're all still people and the people who are like you know successful Mm -hmm. with quotes in the industry they still have like things that they want to work on they're still training they're still growing Mm -hmm. and so hopefully I'm sure it's not the case with everyone I know some people are, are kind of rude but I think hopefully most people are you know dance connects us and if 
everyone's learning. No one is perfect. So it's like, right. don't be scared to, yeah. to talk to someone. And I feel like also don't be scared to tell someone if they inspire you. Like, I feel like there should be more, mm-hmm. more of that in the world and especially in the dance world. I feel like in New York, it's, it's, you know, pretty good with like the community aspect, but it could always be better. I think. No. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's, it's like, when you have a certain mindset, like your mindset is like, I get to dance every day. Like I get to like, first of all, this pandemic <laughs> should be teaching all of us that like, like the delicacy of like being able to be in a studio and share energy with other people and take class from the choreographers that you love and dance next to the dancers that you're inspired by and then be able to have a conversation with them afterward because like you said like everyone is a human being like like everyone's a human being and if they're rude they're rude and you keep it pushing and that's it (laughs) yeah exactly and especially like if just because one person is successful doesn't mean that the rest of us can't be that's not how you know there's there's enough for everyone and Mm -hmm. you know like we learned in in rock the industry like you know no one can take what's meant for you if if this is your path you're on your path and like you're gonna do what you're meant to do so Mm -hmm. it doesn't there's no point in getting hung up on you know thinking about what other people are doing and Mm -hmm. being upset that you're not doing what they're doing because it's like you're gonna there's so many jobs there are so many jobs in the world like (laughs) it's not just like one way of going about being a successful dancer a a successful artist because like I did ME and like I've learned that I can do other things like I can get several checks (laughs) so so good and I let's actually because that is the perfect transition moment I want to do a quick little game this is like my favorite little thing to do um, so we're going to do a few little would you rathers just for fun because I just, I really love just like finding out things about people <laughs> I know. Cause I feel like it's, it's so common that I know people just in the context of dance and like we talk about dance and we do dance. I mean, right now we've obviously only been talking about dance, but you know, it's so important to remember that we are all humans and that means that like there's more to us than like how deep our pocket is in class. And like, if you even have one, which like, I, I rarely have a pocket, but it's fine. Oh, but, but you, you know. do, Miss Haley, you have a pocket, okay? Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'll start believing myself a little more. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I just love doing Would You Rather with people because you get to like learn like how their brain works a little bit. And this is not like, t- it's like a pre-made game. So it's not like I'm going to ask you something like gross. I mean, Got some it. of it's like a little weird. This game is like, I don't know, but okay. So I just picked two random ones. I picked a green one and a red one. So would you rather have an eternal mystery curse be placed on you by a wizard or sneeze 20 times every time you take your socks off? Sneeze 20 times every time I take my socks off. <laughs> that would be, because I mean, you have such good abs. You, exactly, I would have great <laughs> abs. And sneezing kind of feels good. 
like it's like oh like yes that was a great sneeze but 20 and is a lot yeah, but I don't want to be cursed. I already kind of feel like I am cursed. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, I'd be like, oh, why is this happening to me today? <laughs> no, I'm cursed. Like, I don't want to feel that way. Yeah, we don't need any more negative curses or whatever. Like, I think, yeah, I think 2020 is kind of cursed. So I think I would pick the the um, the sneezing as well. Yeah, like, I don't want to be cursed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Is so weird okay would you rather never eat chocolate or candy ever again or have a rhinoceros horn on your chin i really i can't live without chocolate so i'm really thinking like chocolate is my favorite candy i don't even like pastries like i don't like you have like pa- a specific chocolate like a specific brand or anything nutella ferrero rocher like that hazelnut hazelnut vibe okay Mm -hmm. so that means no nutella ever again (laughs) or you have a rhinoceros horn on your face you know what i feel like i feel like i could live with the rhinoceros horn and i will really serve looks and I will get booked because of my horn. You know what I'm saying? I, I think you I, could. I don't know if I could pull it off, but I think boom. you could. Boom. Nobody has this horn. Boom. Unique. Boom. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Would you rather live on a planet dominated by robots or have cauliflowers growing from your ears? Yo, what? <laughs> okay okay definitely definitely the robots i feel like we already are on a planet exactly exactly i was gonna say like this is already happening so yeah robots i have recently discovered that i like cauliflower but like when it's pretending to be like I, i don't think i would like it if it came from my ears but i do like it when it's like buffalo it's like pretending that it's buffalo wings but it's cauliflower i've been tricked by that and i wasn't mad so but i still i think would pick the robots for sure yeah buffalo cauliflower is bomb yeah that is really good okay (laughs) you survived would you rather and i realized i didn't even play the graphic so i'm gonna do it now just for okay we did it Awesome. So, as the perfect transition to kind of talk about, I mean, there's so much to talk about, but some <laughs> of your passions outside of dance, because you have a lot, and yeah, I'm just going to let you kind of tell the story that you told me before, um, because it is so cool how you, what you've done during this pandemic. Yeah, okay, so some passions that I have outside of dance are acting, but I haven't really like actually worked as an actor, but I've taken a lot of acting classes and like acting workshop, acting workshops, and I just love it. It's amazing. Um, so soon come, you'll probably see me, you know, somewhere. I believe it. I do believe so it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, acting is like really, really a beautiful experience. But um, I recommend everybody take acting. But aside from that, um, I also really love DJing. Like, I love mixing um, songs. I love creating playlists um, for certain themes. Um, I actually have a mix dropping in October. 
And I'm actually collaborating on the mix with my DJ friend that I went to college with. And he kind of like, he didn't put me on because I'm not going to give him that much credit. <laughs> but <laughs> he he was the one who really like allowed me to DJ like at parties in college. So I was able to like practice DJing live in front of a bunch of people and really how does, like get into that. How does a person even start DJing? Like what is it like you start because you're like, you like collecting music and making like playlists and stuff and then you kind of graduate like I know nothing about the whole DJ yeah world. <laughs> well for me it was I just loved listening to music and to different types of music of all genres and I was on this SoundCloud way for a really long time in high school so I was really discovering all these like low-key underground artists that were so good and I just wanted to like put people on to these artists that like nobody knew and their music was amazing like there are people in the world who sound like Usher but nobody knows them because they're not like famous yet you know what right. I mean so I think it got for me it was more so like wanting to share music with people and then just loving music and just making my own playlist and being from the Bronx like like there are DJs everywhere, like there yeah. are DJs in my family. <laughs> like I was just so inspired by music. And then I was like, you know what? Like I just like looked it up and I was like, what do DJs like even do? And then I found like a DJ school in the city and I went to the DJ school. No way. Yeah. And then I started following all these like DJ female DJs on Instagram to like get inspired. It's a really male dominated industry, it right? Is. It is. Just the music industry in general is very male-dominated. Um, but there are a lot of dope, a lot, a lot of dope female DJs. Um, yeah, so I did the little DJ school. I learned what I learned. Um, and then obviously, like, my friend also taught me. He didn't really teach me how to mix, like, but he just let me, like, use his equipment. So I was like, can I DJ? Like He's the, like, yeah. What is this yeah, thing called? Yeah, the like control board. <laughs> Yes, the control, control board, board. That's the official. <laughs> you mean it's not called a? That's not what it's called. <laughs> yes, um, actually. So, in college, I practiced on a control board, and then when I wanted to take it seriously, I started learning on turntables. Turntables. That's what I was thinking. Yes, that's the word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on turntables, and I prefer turntables, but I don't have my own yet. Um, I just like use the ones at the school that I've learned at, and like my friends turntables like if I'm ever around them um but yeah so I have a mix coming out with um my friend from college we're collaborating and so that's coming cool. out in October. and aside from DJing um, well you have you have your your um your adventure that you went on that you told me about Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. You can't forget wow. about that. That is like, such a cool thing. Okay. I don't want to like do a spoiler of the story. Okay. So, so um, I was in LA, right, for the past year. And then I was getting homesick. So I was like, I want to go home. Like, I miss New York. I want to take class at BDC. Uh, <laughs> Plot twist. We still have Corona, to <laughs> Right? Exactly. Plot twist, pandemic. Then I had to come back home anyways because, again, I don't have an agent. So I wasn't booking any jobs because they, they weren't having any auditions because of quarantine. Um, and they also said that 
all of like concerts and festivals and everything would be canceled so like 2021 and I'm just like okay time to go home so I came to New York but in the midst of like being in LA in quarantine and then quarantine in New York I started writing songs and I've always been someone who wrote like I loved writing just like free writing or like poetry but I started writing songs I don't know where it came from (laughs) I'm pretty sure that relocating has something to do with it like just spending time like somewhere else with different people different artists like really being able to like introduce like a new version of myself to new people mm-hmm. that really didn't know anything about me kind of gives um, you like a creative freedom to explore things that you might not be able to when you're in the same routine as always exactly so yeah and then I was like you know what and I've always wanted to sing like I love singing like my entire life but I was always afraid like scared to sing in front of anybody mm-hmm. and like my aunt is a singer my cousin like he's a whole artist like he makes music and I was just so like okay I'm the dancer cousin so I'm gonna stay the dancer cousin but then I was like you know what no like life's too short do what you want live your life and then I started singing my songs which I was writing to like beats that I found on the internet because I don't know how to play an instrument, but I would just find instrument sounds that I liked and then write to them. Um, I was sharing them on Instagram Live and then my best friend, who's a manager for an upcoming record label called Goldskin Records, she was on the Instagram Live and she was like, girl, like we wanna produce you, come to Houston, Texas, we're gonna make you a whole EP and I was like okay that is <laughs> so, so yeah cool that is so insane also like one <laughs> the fact that you just like decided to, you just were like yeah I'm just gonna do this okay cool here we go and then literally in a pandemic you you utilize I think that that's also something that's so awesome about you is that from what I've seen as an outsider you are so good at like utilizing social media for what it should be used for. And even like there was a time where I think I messaged you about, cause I saw you on a TV show. Um, <laughs> it was all American, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You were uh-huh. dancing on all American and I like binge watched all American finally. And I was so excited. And I saw you on it. And I remember I messaged you on Instagram and you wrote back to me like a while later, you're like, sorry, I took a break from social media for a while, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you're able to disconnect and then also use it as the resource that it should be for us. So I think that that is like so awesome. And I think a lot of people could learn from how you utilize social media, but that is so cool. So you went to Texas yes, in the middle I of a did. pandemic to produce yes. an EP yeah. for music that you just started creating <laughs> during the pandemic because yep. someone was like, I see you and I believe in you. Yes. Like, that's a dream. That's amazing. Yes, it was was a dream, to be honest with you. Like, I was living in a house where the studio was. Yeah. Goals. That is like, oh, my God. I know. Yeah, I was, like, invested. Like, I was in the house. And then in Houston, you need a car, like, wherever you go. It's, like, worse in L.A. Like, in L.A., you could get away with it depending on where you are. Do you you drive? No, I don't drive either. I'm like, that's that's one of the reasons why I don't feel like I could move to L.A. because I need a subway. 
you're good. You're good. I feel like in LA you could take the bus, you could take the lift. Like it's it's doable. Um, but in Houston, isolation. So I was cooped up, writing songs, recording them, getting into fights with my producers. Like no, no, uh. and then they're telling me like no, uh, uh. but you know it's all love. It's all, <laughs> it's all love. That but, yeah, is so cool. So, so when super- does that? When does that come out? Is there like a theme for the music? With like, do you, like I have so I have so many questions, but. <laughs> Um, the, the theme, they're all love songs, so let's just get that straight. <laughs> they're all love. <laughs> it's love, love, love. <laughs> but, um, and hopefully by the end of this um, year, so maybe in October, maybe in November, maybe in December, <laughs> but before, before 2021, like, it will be accessible for people to hear wow that is so cool i'm so excited to hear it do you have like a do you have like an artist name or i mean your name is beautiful so yeah i'm just gonna use my my name adelmari adelmari add sparkle it's so melodic (laughs) just the way that it is i love your name i'm always afraid that i'm gonna say it really ugly well i just tell people to say Ade Madi, like Ade, like Ade Madi, because actually I met like one of my really good friends that she also did ME with me. Her name is Amadi, so I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna tell everyone to just say Adele Madi, like because she's Amadi and I'm Adele Madi, like oh. That's nice. You guys could be like a duo, (laughs) right? Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful and perfect. I love her. But that is so, so cool. So how many songs are going to be on this EP? So there are going to be four songs on this EP. Um, Just because it is an EP, it's not an album. It's just a little, like, introduction, like, hello, this is me. I wrote these songs. I'm a singer. (laughs) Surprise, here I am (laughs) making these happen in 2020. Yeah, and the, I really like them. I feel like they're really strong songs, and my producers did an amazing job with helping me on developing them. So I'm super excited. <laughs> so cool. So is that does that mean it's going to be like on iTunes, like Apple Music, all the places, so we can yes, yes. download, save it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stream it Coming while we your, sleep? Yeah, <laughs> iTunes, your Spotify, your SoundCloud, your YouTube, it'll be there. Amazing. Does it have? <laughs> does the EP have a name yet? Um, it does. It's a but secret. that is top secret. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Is it music that you think people will? like dancers will connect to in like wanting to dance or is it going to be more like because you know there's some music where you're like this is listening music and then there's some music where it's like oh this is dancing music Mm -hmm. I think that because I am a dancer automatically as I was creating this project I I needed to dance to them because like I'm I'm a mover, so they definitely are dance songs. And just to give you like a little taste of what it is, oh, it's, they're excited. giving me very like 2000s R&B, boom bap, like hip hop, okay. rocks girl, like 
but also very like neo so yeah i'm so excited (laughs) have you are you gonna like make music videos for them or like concept like i was like this is perfect like your creative directing (laughs) you literally get to do all aspects of it i mean obviously it's good to have help but like how cool to be able to like fully create this like package of art and put it out into the world and like see it in such a vision and have the vocabulary to be able to create that that is so cool that is not a small feat i am like so proud to like be here on this journey and (laughs) be like where you go because obviously this is just a start of what you're oh yes do. absolutely thank you Haley. i appreciate it yeah i'm super excited because creative direction is like my initial goal like we spoke about previously so it's cool that i can creatively direct projects to my own music and it's like this it's is my song so i'm putting everything together i'm doing everything just like i said i wanted to <laughs> literally you said this like in 2018 you said this and now it is a reality not too far along like it just shows that like if you do the work and you believe in yourself and you put that intention out there like the universe literally came to you and made it happen because you put it out there that that's what you wanted to do like mm-hmm. and then you took all the tools and you saw what was going on i'm just so excited and inspired like so cool thank you Haley. i mean for sure like i definitely was putting it out there like quote unquote putting it out there but as things happen i always tend to feel like oh snap like i didn't know this is what i wanted oh okay i'm doing this oh i'm gonna be a singer now oh okay okay and then it there's those moments where it's like oh wait you've always wanted this so like just for people who are listening where it's like i don't know what i want I didn't really know exactly what I wanted. I was just saying what I liked. Like, I like to put things together. I want to do everything. But, like, I never really had, like, a specific idea of what it is that I wanted. I was just, like, following, really, my emotions. Like, following, as cliche as it sounds, like, following my heart. (laughs) So, yeah, like, you just got to, like listen to your body and like just go with it and eventually the pieces will come together i love that and that is a perfect transition for questions i've got the questions i randomly picked them are you ready oh i have to do my little (laughs) (laughs) love that (laughs) awesome okay first question starting it off silly and easy 100 kittens or three baby sloths that's it. three baby sloths interesting yeah i'm allergic to cats oh so that would be really bad for you 100 <laughs> kittens would literally you'd be like yes okay. Okay. <laughs> are you good at time management <laughs> so that's an interesting question um because for the past like month or two months I want to say I've actually been like putting in the the time and the work to be better at time management and learning my relationship with it like what kind of person am I like how do I function with like planning and like doing things and scheduling so I would say 
that it's not that I'm not good at time management or that I am good at time management, but I have my own special way (laughs) of going about things. And it may be a little more chaotic than most people's way of, like, I'm very, like, move off spirits, put it in my schedule, but, like, don't put a time because... Mm. The day is new, and I must. <laughs> I must feel. Will tell happening. you what you need to get done. Yes, the universe shall tell <laughs> I love me. It. It. I love it. And chaotic is like the word of the year, so I think right. that's it's only appropriate. I mean, like, right. what exactly. is time anymore? Right. <laughs> really, you know, what is what is anything? What are months? Who knows? Are, How long have I been inside this apartment? I couldn't tell you. Exactly. oh this is another question that's kind of it's funny it's all about like time and motivation which is random because I pick these randomly but is what motivates you to get up every morning excellence motivating excellence (laughs) hello period um for sure my excellence um what motivates me to get up the future I really I I always think about you know being better, but also being like very satisfied and content with the present moment. Like I'm not trying to be anxious and thinking like, oh, but now I need this, now I need this, or what about this? Because I definitely am that way, but in a positive way, like it keeps me going. And and I, I like being able to get up and okay, like who am I gonna be in the next five years? That person is the thing that wakes me up every day. <laughs> love that yeah okay and the last question well it's technically the second to last question because I have my question that I ask all my guests but this question is how do you relieve stress (laughs) (laughs) I don't know (laughs) (laughs) um how do I relieve stress well I definitely allow myself to feel stressed um I don't ignore it um, I acknowledge it, um, and I understand that it's gonna go away eventually. So I think the way I deal with it is just by feeling it like, okay, I'm stressed. I am on the struggle bus right now. And then I also write, like I just free write. And yeah, I think that's what I do. I think that's, that's like a very healthy, grounded <laughs> answer. That's really, it's so yeah, funny. I've, I've had a lot looking. of like all the people who I've had on the show are very much like in agreement that you need to feel your feelings and like go through what you need to go through and not bottle up your emotions and so I think that that is like maybe that's the universe telling me that that's what I need to do because everyone keeps saying it but I think that that is so awesome so our final question is what brings out your most creative self Dun, dun, dun. Okay, okay. I'll do a little. I'll do a little. <laughs> I don't think that was like the best noise, but I, my sound. Maybe you can help me with my sound effects after, since you're the DJ. But my soundboard is very limited. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what brings out my most creative self? Okay. May you please give me like. <laughs> like a sub question to like motivate this yeah, question. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I think it's kind of like 
like what's like an activity or like a state of mind or like a certain place that just makes you feel your most creative and like I feel like I mean honestly I feel like you're always 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 um, mm-hmm. like in that open creativity zone but I don't know if there's like a certain you know some people it's like music or you know sitting on a train or like it could be anything yeah I think I think for me is having other people like around me who are also about to create with me. Mm. So like, I never wait for inspiration. Like I don't, I'm not gonna wait to be inspired to create something. And then if I'm in a space and I have like another person that is, that I can use their body and be like, okay, and like communicate to me, communicate to them like what it is that I wanna do or if I'm making a mix and like, I'm like with a friend who like told me about a song, like, you know, so definitely like other people and and working with other people definitely like bring out my best like creativity. Yeah, I feel like you're such a connector. Everything that you've said and everything that you've described about, you know, like wanting to be a creative director, that means like getting all these different things. So it makes sense that like being around people would inspire you to create and I'm definitely super inspired by you. So that was amazing. Thank you. That's so Thank awesome. So, you so much. if you have anything that you would like to plug, your Instagram, a website, like where can people find you? What is the best way to connect with you? Yeah, Instagram, 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 Instagram it up. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, y'all. A D E L M A R I underscore underscore. Adel Mari, that's my name. So yeah, look out for my mix that's dropping in October. But I also have mixes already up on my SoundCloud, which is also my name, Adel Mari. And look out for my EP that's coming out by the end of this year. And just keep following me on Instagram because like Haley said, I post a lot of cool things. Yeah. (laughs) Which I really that's where it happens for you. But yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. It's been Ooh. so awesome. Yep. And for anyone out there, definitely make sure that you head over to YouTube, essentially Haley, subscribe, like the video, leave a comment, watch all the other ones while you sleep, put your computer on in the other room and play them all for me. Um, yeah. You know how it is. <laughs> um, Yeah, and definitely check out the audio version of this episode will be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of that stuff on Friday. And then we will have a Sunday mini episode coming out where I just talk and I give a creative challenge for the week for everyone to kind of play and do something fun and creative. Um, And then also this Sunday, we have a special episode where I'll be talking with Becca Robinson, a special Sunday edition of Dancers Doing Stuff. Um, And then the last thing is, starting in October, I'm going to be going through the book The Artist's Way. Um, So if anyone out there wants to do that with me, I'm going to be talking about it every Sunday in the mini episode. 
Um, but if you would like to connect and, you know, do the 12-week the Artist Way course with me, um, definitely join the Facebook group, Dancers Doing Stuff. And then also, if you're just a fan of the show, you want to show us your beads, if you made any beads, um, you know, during the show or after, join the Facebook group over there. We kind of have a community growing of people who just want to stay creative and hold each other accountable to play and to create. So I think that is it. Have a great night and I'll see you guys on Sunday. Bye. Bye.